recording. Let's go. All right. All right. All right. I think this is episode six of Courtside Philosophy. Welcome in. Welcome back. I am your host, Lonnie Smith. And today I got new guest and my cousin, Raymond. What's up, <laughs> baby? How you doing? I'm all right, Lonnie. Good to be with you. Hey, yeah. Raymond's been following the Good pod. Good to join you on the podcast. enjoying it so far. And He's a big basketball guy, so he reached out, and he's like, hey, man, let me see if I can get on here. And I was like, for sure, let's do it. And so here we are. We're going to chop it up. Thanks uh, for having me on. Yeah, of course. And then, as you can see, we keep the trend consistent. The bias is right on the screen. So Raymond, somehow, a Lakers fan. And Come on, bro. Years and years. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. You gotta have Lakers fans. You gotta have Cowboys fans. Uh, do one we? Is, one is more. One is more obnoxious than the other. Mm. <laughs> okay. Okay. In so Yankees. I, Lakers, Cowboys, Yankees. Lakers, Cowboys, Yankees. So, how'd you become a Kobe or uh, Lakers fan? Uh, you know what? Um, just um, growing up in Louisiana, there was no team. Uh, the, you know, when I was growing up in Monroe. Uh, the Jazz had long gone and mm. they had moved to Utah and, of course, kept that name. I don't know why, but and they kept the name Jazz and there was nothing in Louisiana. So I just kind of attached to the Lakers because uh, that Showtime era, you know, had Magic, uh, James Worthy, Kareem, A.C. Green, Byron Scott. It was exciting and uh, I just kind of lashed on at that moment. So I've been a Lakers fan uh, during the good times and the bad times as well. So I'm not just a fair weather Lakers fan. I am a Lakers fan. Okay. All right. Well, we're going to get to your Lakers here later today. We'll get your thoughts on how their season's going. Uh, but So today I wanted to touch on a few teams. So we, we're 10-plus games into the season now, so we have some idea of how some teams are going along and so there are a few teams that are near the top of these standings that I obviously didn't predict. If you watched some earlier podcasts, I gave my my thoughts on how I thought things would shake out. And so there's a few teams at the top of the West and then a, a team at the top of the East right now or near the top that we want to talk about today. I'm going to start in the West. And I think the one that obviously would stand out to people who watched is, is the Dallas Mavericks. In my preseason projections... I was very concerned about the team, and I had them missing the playoffs. Uh, even the play-in, I think. I think I had them 11th in the standings. And oh. I think they're currently either third or fourth in the West. And they've won third. 10 games. Mm-hmm. And six. Yeah, 10 games, although I think they lost last night to the Clippers. But still, they're yeah. like 10-6 and six and sitting near the top, and things are working somehow. Uh now, I think before we were recording, you said this wasn't surprising to you uh, that Dallas yes. is in this position. Tell, tell me why. Well, uh, I, I think at the end of last season, they, they were pretty much throwing that away. You know, with the Kyrie trade happening a little bit late in the season, right. I think their mentality was like, okay, well, let's just play the rest of this season out and then let's start uh, fresh and new. So, you know, they had... Um, even though they lost some defense in that trade with Kyrie, they did get uh, Grant Williams in, which kind of helps in, in with the loss and things of the nature. So I think with, with a training camp under them, I think uh, they, they will be good enough 
during the regular season to make the playoffs or the play-in because I think I think they will kind of fall because right now they're only five and four in the conference. Mm. So that means you know they're kind of beating up on some of the East Eastern Conference teams, you know some of the bottom feeders over there. But uh, I didn't I didn't think they were fall out of the play-in. I it, I think they'll be around uh, eight or nine. By the time the season uh, the season uh, shakes up. Okay, so you still don't think they're they're actually going to sustain being top five in the West? No, okay. no, not top five. All right, so then we <laughs> we agree on that. I I don't I don't mm-hmm. fully buy this start. Even Jason Kidd, their head coach, is just like, hey, listen, we got to just outscore people. Like that's <laughs> that's how we have to win. Like our best defense is more offense. And so I'm like, okay, well, that's that's certainly one way to go. I was looking on Cleaning the Glass, uh, which is a site I, I use often on the show, and I uh, was looking at some plus-minus stuff for uh, the Dallas Mavericks. So things that kind of stood out just from looking at it immediately. So for individual players, you can see how many points their team score on offense when they're on the floor versus you know when they're off the floor, and then the same as uh, on the other side of the ball when they're off the floor and on the floor defensively, how things look. So, honestly, they, when you look at it, Luka is actually not their best differential. He's a minus six oh. and a half this season when okay. there's his on-off split. So, when he is on the floor, they actually lose by six and a half points per possess, uh, per 100 possession. So, it's been Derek Lively, the second, who I got to give him credit <laughs> I was concerned that as a rookie, he was going to be tasked with being like the rim protector and kind right, of thrown uh, into that Tyson Chandler run, type role. Running jump, yeah, running jump. Yeah, from the from the jump, and he's he's done really well for them. And they missed him last night because he didn't play against the Clippers. And Grant Williams, I figured he'd be a positive, right? He's got defense and, right. and can you know, stretch the floor, and knock down a three. And Kyrie is a plus on the team now he doesn't play like half the games uh but <laughs> he's he's a plus when he plays and then the other guy is Dante Exum but he just doesn't have enough minutes so maybe they need to explore that yeah. and, and see what he yeah, can he's do he's only playing 10 minutes a game so yeah um yeah so the guy that that also stood out just in their team plus minus situation uh airplane mode Derek Jones Jr. He apparently has been in their starting lineup mostly, but when he is on the floor, they're a minus one as a team in terms of differential. Okay. When he's off the floor, they're a plus three. So maybe it needs to be a switch in the starting lineup that they can look into. Yeah. But yeah, otherwise, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I just don't buy the start. I don't think they'll be able to hang on to top five, but – so far. So why why you why are you looking on there? What about Josh Green? Yeah, Josh Green. So he is a minus four right now uh, okay. uh, as a All plus right. minus <laughs> individually. So mm-hmm. yeah, he's a he's a plus on offense, right? He's plus mm-hmm. three when he's on the floor offensively. They score three more points per one hundred possessions, mm-hmm. but he is. Uh, negative defensively mm-hmm. they are outscored by seven points per 100 possessions when he's on the floor um, the same is true of tim okay. hardaway it's even more drastic of a split they're currently plus 11 yeah i, I didn't even ask about him yeah. <laughs> <laughs> tim hardaway 
Tim not guarding. Tim, Tim is not guarding anybody. <laughs> yeah, he's. That's not it. Surprisingly, I guess. Well, Lucas probably on the floor usually with Lively, so he's got actually a decent defensive rating at the moment. But yeah. I'm sure there's some things for them to explore there and figure out. But I just can't buy the start with with Dallas at this point. I don't know that that's sustainable going, especially since yeah they haven't really played a ton against you said the the, the West like they've just been beating up on Eastern. Yeah, they're five too. and four in the conference. So yeah, mm-hmm. so in, in the in the conference they're right right there about at even. So yeah, uh, I think once that schedule kind of gets more and more Western Conference team, they'll fall back to like I said, my prediction is eight or nine. Eight or nine. Okay. That's where mm-hmm. I was struggling. I was thinking to put them in that spot, but then I just kind of saw them as maybe a slightly above 500 team overall on the season. Well, well who do you think is going to finish above them? If if, if you uh, if you look at some of the bottom feeders, some of the ones that are out of the play-in right now, right. Uh, the Clippers, the Jazz, the Trailblazers, the Grizzlies, and the Spurs. Right. So those the two were the Clippers and the, the Grizzlies. I did not think Memphis would be this bad. Okay. I was, I was, I mean, I said something to the effect of, because I had him seven. But why? But why are they this bad? It's not just Ja. No, no. Who who else are they missing? Steven Adams. Steven Adams and Clark. Yep, and Clark. And that's what I said. I was like, listen. And and they've been missing Marcus Smart the past, what, three, four games? Mm Mm-hmm. All right, well, he's not even on the team. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, that's what I was saying. I was like, I think this team is really going to miss Steven Adams. Like, his stuff, it's not stuff that shows up on the box score, but, mm-hmm. like, advanced metrics love him because his screen setting is incredible. Like, he will, like, when you come off a Steven Adams screen, you're open. Like, the guy is yes. going to be trailing All the way. All the way time. open, right? Yep, so, so Steven Adams is a big loss. Like, that was right before the season, too. They thought they were going to find a way to get him and then, he had to have surgery, so he's not even coming back this year. Brandon Clark, right. who was out la- most of last year, and he's still not back. Yep, still out. And then, yeah, Smart, he, uh, he's he been out with an injury or so uh, a, a little yep. bit. So they, it's been Desmond Three Bain, who I like 12. a lot, and uh, Triple yeah. J, who's anyway, – I, I don't know. Uh, We're starting to look at him a little differently now. Hold on. Yeah, Jerry Jackson Jr. was, I think people were drinking the Kool-Aid. Yeah. (laughs) They were drinking the Kool-Aid with Jerry Jackson Jr. And uh, I wasn't one of those ones. Like, well, he seems a little okay. He seems a little bit above average. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I I felt like he was a perfect compliment to Steven. Okay. Then, But his issue has always been, you know, contesting without fouling like he always is in foul trouble and when you don't have another big that is a huge problem if he can't stay you on the don't floor. have another big if he's the primary big you're yeah. gonna have an issue yeah so they are struggling i mean john he'll obviously help but i don't mm-hmm. know i don't know how much they pretty much dug themselves a pretty deep hole at this yeah. point and then you have uh, 10 more games until he's back. Yep, 10 more games. So that was one team I had above him, but now that that's that's not going to come to fruition, I don't think. The other one was the Clippers. I see. I, I didn't. Yeah, I can I was, see that. Yeah, I was projecting it without Harden. So real quick on Memphis, uh, yeah. Lonnie. 
uh, do you think they'll be so far in a hole that they just basically try to scrap the season? Hmm. By the time Ja gets back, like I said, it's 10 more games. They're 3-12. and 12. So you think they'll be so far in that hole that they say, well, you know what, let's just focus on next year? Mm, I don't think that's the mentality of this team. I think okay. they'll find a way to try to convince – well, they will convince themselves that all we need to do is get in the play-in. So okay. I think that'll be their mantra once John returns is, hey, we just – let's go on a little mini run to the all-star break – Find a way to get closer and closer to that 10 spot. And then, you know, they they got the history of grit and grind, right, these guys. Oh, yeah. So if they find a way in, they, they're not going to win. But especially <laughs> with those Steven Adams, I can't, I can't yeah. see him going anywhere in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. But I think that's their mentality. It'll be more interesting okay. to see where they are after the All-Star break. Because if they okay. are still, like – where, where are they? Thirteen? Are they dead last in the West? No, uh, they uh, San Antonio is below them. Okay, so they're fourteen. San Antonio just has one more loss. Okay, so if they're still mm-hmm. like thirteen, fourteen, post All Star break, then we might see some. Okay, let's just go ahead and let's go ahead and shut this thing down, scrap it a bit, and just okay. wait for next year. But ultimately, right. I think when they get John back, they'll get some juice for sure. And they'll see mm-hmm. what they can do. Go on a little run. Okay. But, okay. Let's jump. I mentioned the Clippers. I mentioned Harden. I want to talk on on the Clippers. So at this point, Harden's been there for ten games, I think. Um, okay. So. Has it been? Oh, yeah. Been I think it's been wow. ten ten okay. games at this point. Um, so, look, what what are your impressions so far? Because I, I gave my thoughts on a previous pod, but. Do you ultimately yeah. think this is going to work with with Harden and the Clippers, or is this something that you just don't even see as as a viable thing? I think it's going to work for Harden and the Clippers. I don't think it's going to work for Russell Westbrook. Hmm. So um, uh, I feel like he is an upgrade at the point guard, mm-hmm. uh, whereas he does have the skill level to catch and shoot if they need him to. Uh, whereas Russell does present more energy uh, and more grit in Harden, Harden provides them with more skill. So uh, we've seen the past few games where they've inserted him into the starting lineup and Russell comes off the bench. So Russell's minutes have dwindled mm-hmm. and his scoring has dwindled. His shooting, his, uh, I think I read something where uh, since Harden, since he's been coming off the bench, his shooting percentage has gone down 10%. 10%? (laughs) Yeah, so, uh, and he's he's a mentally tough guy because he he was going through it with my Lakers last year. He was Mm -hmm. going through it. He's a mentally tough guy. But uh, ultimately, um, I'm not sure how sure this is going to work. But I think the Clippers, uh, um, I think they'll work it out. Even though last night, uh, like I said, they beat the Mavericks by like 19, and uh, Kawhi played terrible, he did. and and Harden played terrible. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, so yeah, so uh, and they still beat them by 19. So I think it's going to work for the Clippers. Okay, what do you think? Yeah, I was. My concern was the Harden Westbrook duo because 
as a Rockets fan, I've had the combo previously, right? Because yeah, they made the yeah. trade with OKC to send Chris Paul there, bring in Westbrook. His Harden wanted to play with his guy. I was hearing at the time there were some off the court things that was annoying Russ. That you know Harden, it was his place. They were letting him kind of do whatever yes. he wanted. So he was showing up late <laughs> to meetings and just kind of walking in whenever. And Russ is seems like a very regimented dude, and he's you know yeah. like you say brings the energy, but he just wants to make sure everybody is there on time and all that kind of stuff. And so that seemed to bother him. So it seemed like. It was like one season, and they kind of had a mini falling out or, or whatever. Um, so I was worried going into it, what was Westbrook going to be like? Would he be completely welcoming? And, I mean, they go back to the Boys and Girls Club back in the day, so you'd like to think that they could overcome whatever happened in yeah, Houston. Yeah, would like to. Yeah, so I w- that was my – also my thought was how does it work with West Westbrook? Because I didn't think – I was trying to put together a lineup with him start in the starting lineup, which is how they started, right? They had Westbrook, Harden, Kawhi, PG, and Zubach. Yeah. And I just couldn't – I was like, in my mind, the best way to do it is to have Russ come off the bench, but I know Russ doesn't want to come off the bench. And right. so it came out that he apparently requested to go to the bench and, and you know, help the team, and I can I can believe that. Mm-hmm. Like Russ seems like he he would make that kind of sacrifice. So once they get he knows, it, he knows what he knows. That's what everybody was thinking. Right, he knows that's exactly what everybody was thinking. So yeah, as they get more reps, I think they'll be fine. And I was saying earlier, so to your point about about Russ, like I was saying on a previous pod, like I don't think you make this move if you're the Clippers and don't re-sign Kawhi and PG. Because you just gave up a lot of assets to bring Harden right. here, and he's mm-hmm. got one year left on his deal, so you're gonna have to re-sign him this off season. So I don't think you give up those assets and then just let him walk for nothing. That doesn't make sense. And so if you're gonna right. re-sign him, especially with this new arena that they've got coming out, you're right. gonna need some stars to you know make sure that people are coming. So we'll see what the negotiations are like. Yeah, with them. But I feel like Westbrook, this is probably his last year with the team. Yep. If um, They might even try to trade him at the deadline. Right. So. And, uh, man, Russ is one of those guys, man. Uh, and I've seen it over the years. I think there might be a little age gap between us. But um, I, I've seen it over the years where these dynamic guys with this supreme athleticism. Mm-hmm. Within like two or three years, they're out of the league, you know. And it looks like where Russ is trending. I don't. I hate to say it, but it looks like where it's trending. He'll be in the big three in a couple of summers. Mm, wow. Well, he tear it up over there, but <laughs> he would. He would. But yeah, I hate to say it too. Like, seems like great dude, and he just plays so hard, man. Like I've. Always marveled so at. He, I don't even know how he's doing. Even last life. night, he was okay. Last night, he yeah. was one of the bright spots. Last night, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I think this team will be okay. So, I think they'll be moving up out of that wherever they are. I think eleventh or twelfth in the West right now, and and move up as they you know just start to figure things out a little bit more. I think they finally have the right starting five. Um, 
And then I like you think they'll you think they'll be in that top six out of Ooh. the uh, out of the play in. Mm, so I had them there in my projections. I think yeah, six or seven. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I think you have six, right? I think I had him six. I don't know that they can get. Who's above them right now? So they got Denver. Yeah, Golden State, Go, ooh, New Golden. Orleans. Yeah. Yeah, Golden State, New Orleans, uh, Houston, mm. and uh, the Lakers. Okay. Uh, right in seven, eight, nine, and ten. Okay. As much as I love my Rockets, I don't know that will be able <laughs> to sustain a above five hundred record. I like what I'm seeing out of Houston. I really like what I'm seeing out of Houston. Houston and Orlando are mirrors to me. Mm. Even even though they're in different spots in the yeah. standing, but where they are with their young talent is kind of uh, the only thing. Orlando, uh, they need probably one more veteran. But mm. uh, you know, Houston with Van Vliet and um, the Agitator. Brooks. Oh, Brooks. Uh, uh, Brooks. I, I, I think, man, I, I, I like they added. I like that they added them. I don't necessarily like Derrick Brooks. You don't like Derrick Brooks unless he's on your team. Yeah. You know, much, much so like Patrick Beverly. Yeah. But, um, uh, but I like that they added them, and it seems like the the right time to have done that. Yeah. Yeah, I was, I was super ecstatic when we got Ime as the head coach because. I felt like we were teetering on going somewhere else. Uh, word was coming out that Frank Vogel was kind of the front runner at one point, and I was like, ah. <laughs> no, it's uh, not going to work. <laughs> I get it, but I don't know. And then Ime mm-hmm. became available, and I was like, oh, boy, I don't know if we're going to do it. And we got him, and I was like, okay, Ime on the court. I know what we're getting, the structure. Listen, <laughs> hey, we got to say it. On the court, I know what we're getting, the, the structure, court. the discipline there. and Just keep them away from certain people. <laughs> <laughs> but, I'll leave it at that. <laughs> but, yeah, I think I was th- coming into the season, like this is Jalen Green's third year. So this was the year where you usually see that leap if you're from a player, especially of – his caliber, who was drafted, I think, number two overall. And this is usually the year where you start to see a leap in 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 his play. Now, Yeah, but that's not your best player, though. No, he is not. And so that no. was what I was saying coming into the season, uh, talking to Fradif, was like, Shangun is Shang-Goon. our best player, and he, we got to run it through him. He is. He got game. He's awesome. Mini Yoke. I was like, this guy. Yes. Mini Yoke, baby Jokic. Yeah, baby Jokic. Like, More athletic. He, oh, man. He's been doing spin moves into dunks and all this kind of stuff. Behind the back passes. And so, so uh, I don't want to derail. No, go, go but ahead. But these, these passing big men yeah. are, you know, so you got Jokic. Now you have Shun Goon. Um, who has uh, uh, kind of like some bo- Sabonis, Sabonis a little bit with Sacramento. Uh, these guys, uh, I guess for lack of better words, these big skill guys mm-hmm. uh, who get uh, uh, make their teammates better. Man, look, everybody, everybody's going to be looking for one of those mm-hmm. in a couple of years. Yeah. 
Yeah, I, I agree. Yeah, these guys, yeah, Shingun has been awesome. Like he is, yeah, clearly the best player on the team. Jalen has had his moments for sure. And I think one of the things, so two things with the Rockets. Okay. One, the defense is legit. And I'm sad to say that it's just primarily effort. Like, I feel like there was not much attention <laughs> to that at any rate under Silas. Like, guys were just taking off on defense, just worrying about doing whatever they want to do on offense. And I feel like Ime comes in and media's like, listen, if you want to see the court, you got to play. You're defense. not going to play. You're not going you're you're not to play unless yep. you deal. Unless you deal, up, you're not playing. So guys are showing way more. And I think Van Vliet reemphasizes that. As a vet, like you were saying, like he he's on court general. Yeah, he's worked his way up from the bottom, right? Because he wasn't even yep. drafted, right? So he came in. He I remember seeing Van Vliet at uh, Wichita State, man, and yeah. I was like, I'm like, I haven't been hearing his name in a draft, but he got game. Yeah, he got game. He's so, got game. Yeah. So I was excited about bringing him on, and then yeah, I think. Those two definitely. I wanted the Lakers. I wanted the Lakers to get Van Bleak when he was available, but you know. No, we threw the bag <laughs> at him. Threw the whole bag. We almost lost yeah. him for a minute. Toronto was trying yeah, to keep threw him. The whole bag. We threw the whole bag. I was like, yeah. I was like, okay. But yeah, he's been he's been great. So the defense has been much better. And yeah, was, there's some guys that I'm seeing a lot. I mean Shangun, Jabari. So oh, the other part. So interesting how when you hold guys accountable, how things can change, right? Because we had Jabari, who was struggling a little bit. He got yeah. benched in a game like five games ago, late in the fourth quarter. He didn't play. He comes back. Okay. Now he's been averaging a double-double the last five games. Right. All right. Jalen Green nice. sat the whole fourth quarter of a game because he was not playing well at all in that game. He comes back, and he's had – you know, 30 and 26 and five and yeah. been making great defensive plays like the last two games. So it's... so these young guys, you have to show them that you mean business. Right. And Udoka is going to do that. Yeah. You have to show them. You can't say, well, if you don't play defense, you're not going to play and then continue to play them when they're not playing defense. Mm -hmm. Udoka's like, okay, you don't want to play defense? Go sit down. Yeah. And that's what they respond to. Like, oh, okay, he really means that. So, yeah, so... Yeah, and uh, what what one plus one plus for you? Derrick Brooks is actually shooting the ball pretty good. Yeah, that was yeah. Dylan Brooks, he's been he's been knocking down some threes. We got a guy who forty six percent. Okay, right that's now. that's not going to sustain. Uh, that's not that's not sustainable. But forty six percent. Yeah, that's not going to. So yeah, Pradeep brought that up to me because he was like, like he brought it up. He's like, you got like three or four guys on the team that the three point shooting percentages like below average and it was like yeah uh like van vliet jalen green and dylan brooks those are the guys who would primarily mm -hmm. take all the threes and they're they're not great three-point shooters and i was like yeah that's a problem <laughs> if we're not mm -hmm. going to be able to knock them down now i don't know that dylan's, dylan's not going to be at 46 and a half percent for the whole season yeah. the one thing i did put some stock into is we had a guy and I'm, i can't remember his name right now but he was with uh Ime or in San Antonio when they were under pop and okay. this is a few years back when Derek White was still there and Derek White was like a 34% 33 34% three-point shooter and I think mm -hmm. the guy Ben Sullivan I think is his name 
and he worked with Ben Sullivan, Derek White did, and the next season he was at 39% from three. Right, they worked nice. on some, some things in his shot. And so that was my hope because Ime was able to bring him on to the staff when he was recruiting his, his people. And so that was my immediate hope was, okay, I know we got Dylan Brooks. We signed him. He should be with Ben every day in the gym yeah. working on the three. Same with Amon. All right, get him in there too. And I guess yeah. so far we got some, some good stuff. Now, yeah, it, it won't last that long. But uh, yeah, Thompson. Thompson is gonna need a little work, you know. Um, you know, it's you know these these super young cats come in, they just need a couple years, man. Yeah. Now his his brother's yeah. been great, man. His brother Detroit. I mean, they're not winning, but mm-hmm. his brother's putting up some some good numbers, like rebounds. He's on, like a, average. on a on a bad team. Yeah, on a bad team, and we figured yeah. that'd be bad, but yeah, yeah. But yeah, so I'm excited. I don't think. I'm not gonna overreact to the Rockets. I'm not gonna, you know, all of a sudden be like, "Oh, we're, we're going to the playoffs, baby." I did. I, I had a sneaky take that I don't think I ever put out there that I thought we could maybe get the ten spot. I, maybe. You think that's sneaky? I thought it was because coming into the year, I, I didn't think the three point shooting would be this good, and I didn't think the defense would be this good. So I thought maybe sneaky they could get the ten spot. But that meant like you had to beat Dallas, right, to do it. It's it's to me it's a big deal that you could uh, play the the defending champs mm-hmm. and beat them with ease. To me, that's a big deal. Yeah. And like I say, with the with the uptick with Shungun, even if even if you get Dylan Brooks shooting thirty five percent, you know, coming back down to thirty five, you know, Van Vliet there with uh, with some floor leadership. And um, and uh, let me look. <laughs> I think they could get a ten. Yeah, we, yeah. We'd have to I stay healthy. Shingun has to stay healthy for that to happen, though. Like, if he's out okay. for a few games here and there, I at this point don't know that we would win. Like, be super competitive in those games at the at the moment because mm-hmm. we don't have anybody to replace him. So as long as he so stays eight eight and six. Eight yeah. and six right now. So. Eight and six right now. So listen, I'm just vibing out here as a Rockets fan. Like I'm just enjoying like some of these wins over like the Nuggets and uh, we beat the Pelicans the other week and like we yep. were competitive. We beat the Lakers earlier and then sh- probably should have beat them the second time. <laughs> and, <laughs> oh God, bless. They didn't call some stuff, man. Oh yeah. I, I, the the, the the league is is not helping out the Rockets with calls. Yeah, I guess the Lakers. If anything, the Lakers are not getting calls. Okay, <laughs> all right. hey, going all the way back to last season. Yeah, hey, let's we at Boston. We got, uh, <laughs> yeah, at Boston. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. Mm-hmm. Uh, soap opera LeBron after the call, after the, the no call. <laughs> I'm gonna let you slide with that. Okay. I'm gonna let you slide with that. Yeah. Well, then we had, LeBron, we had the game. LeBron is a, a master, a master manipulator. Yes. But yeah, we had the game against the Clippers where uh, Shangun was uh, hit Paul George with the spin move on the baseline, and Paul clearly just slapped and raked him across the arm. No call. And 
Uh, Paul has a podcast, and he has Shingun is going to be. I was going to say that. Yeah, he he's going to be his yeah. guest. He had high praise. He yeah. had high praise for Shingun. High praise for Shingun, and he just openly admitted, he's like, yeah, I fouled the heck out of you, bro. Like, yeah. They, they, didn't, <laughs> they didn't call it. Like, oh my gosh. You know, basketball is one of those sports where you try to manipulate the the the, the officials. Yeah. It's just one of those sports. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, so, soccer. You know, football. Yeah. You, that's yeah. part of the game, unfortunately, but it is. Yeah. So you mentioned uh, the Magic, and that's a. I, I want to bring them up too because they're currently second in the East, and mm-hmm. I going into the season like you, I had them. I, I love that comparison between Houston and, and Orlando because that's. I had them both. I think finishing like eleventh in their conference because okay. I, I looked at them as a similar, and. Yet here they are at uh, what eleven and five or eleven and four. Eleven and five. Yeah. Six six and two in conference. Six and two in the conference, and mm-hmm. yeah, I I haven't I have to be honest I haven't watched a ton of, of Magic games, but like I'm seeing this and I'm looking at right now I'm cleaning the glass like it seems like it's kind of the others that are kind of carrying this team right now because I I see okay. like Paolo Banquero is a minus fourteen when he's on the court and Franz Wagner's a minus 11 like when he's on they the court. are gonna make I, I know people like uh, I don't like Van Carroll like that I mean I know people like him I don't like him like that but yeah uh what do you say he's a minus what now 14 <laughs> yeah yeah um yeah, when you when you say the others, uh, I know Cole Anthony has game. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like that pairing with Franz and Mo Wagner. Yep. You know, and yeah, they, they play pretty well together. But Van Carroll provides you with points, and he shoots a lot of shots. He's, he um, yes, he does. Yeah, so yeah, I, I'll see how that pans out, but I don't see it with him. I mean, he leads them in scoring. He leads them in scoring, so. Okay. And um, and and um, I know he he got a little bit more experience with Team USA over the summer. Right. So I think that probably helped his game a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean. I I think I think they need another vet. Yeah. So, because who, who, they only have Joe Ingles, I think, really. And. So so um. Uh, Cole Anthony was uh, doing an interview, and uh, he was saying how uh, Mo Wagner and Joe Ingles both are built like substitute teachers. So, <laughs> so, so, so he, he was he calls you know the uh, the group <laughs> he calls the group that comes off the bench uh, Joe Ingles uh, 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 and his nephews or something like that because <laughs> he's like an uncle basically. Oh, yeah. So yeah. That's funny. Yeah. Yeah, I guess. So, I think he's the only vet, really. Yeah. Yeah, so one of the concerns I had for Orlando coming to the year, I just, they have so many guards. Like, my goodness. They had Cole Anthony, Markel Foltz, Jalen Suggs, and then they drafted Anthony Black. And I was like, okay, what are we doing? Like, mm-hmm. and Gary Harris. I was like, Gary Harris, yeah. We've got like so many guards. Like, who's starting? Are they. Jet Howard. Jet <laughs> Howard, they drafted. Michigan. Yeah. I was like, there's yeah. so many, so many guards. Like, who's starting? We're trading some of these guys at some point, right? Like, 
I feel like mm-hmm. that might be a move at the deadline to maybe bring in a, a vet or somebody, like you were saying. But, yeah, out of all the guards, I mean, Cole, I, I know what he can do. I like him coming off the bench. I like that role for yeah, him. Yeah, me too. Gary Harris yeah. has been great for them so far this season. He's their best leader in plus minus. He's plus almost plus 15 like when, oh. he's, when he's on the floor. Okay. Uh, yeah. Uh, Jalen Suggs, man, I watched. Oh, he was playing. Did you watch the game when he was playing your, your Lakers? Yeah, he played hard, man. Yeah, I was watching. He was damn near in tears. Yeah, he he had a chance to win that thing. Yeah, he he had a chance to win that thing. He He covered his face. Yeah, yeah. But even he was wide. He was wide wide open too. Yeah, he 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 hustled. He hustled, and he was hustling that whole game. He outworked our whole team. Yeah, and he had wide open shotting. He would have been a hero. He would have been. Like I didn't know like. I mean, I saw him at Gonzaga. Obviously, he made they made the run when he was there, and he seemed like mm-hmm. he had you know emotion to him for sure. But like I watched that game, like it looked like he was going through it, like late in that game, mm-hmm. it was like damn near every call, like going against. <laughs> like bro, it's, it can't be this serious. Dog. Yeah, calm was, down a little bit. Just let's turn uh, it down a little bit. Yeah, I was like yo, <laughs> that's crazy. But he yeah, I didn't hard, know man. he played with that kind of emotion. But like he plays hard. Um, I mean, young kid Anthony Black. I like his size, and I like what he could be. Right, six six or six seven, six seven wingspan out of Arkansas, and he seems okay. like he has a good feel for the game. So I'm excited about him. I think that's a guy. The other guy that uh, is doing some things for him at the moment is Isaac. Right. And we know. Yeah. He, yeah. So so Isaac. Um, they missed him like a good bit of last year, right? Oh, he's been out for a while. Like it seemed like yeah, so, he was injured, and then he came back for a little, and then he got injured again, and so he's right. Been out for so, like, but he, he was one of the guys when they first drafted. He had a lot of promise. Mm-hmm. You know, people were people were saying that he could be. Um, who were they? Who were they comparing I, Jonathan Isaac to? He was six ten, six ten two thirty. I forgot who the comparison was, but. They were putting a lot of stock in him, so I'm glad he's doing well for them this year. Yeah, yeah, it's basically like the Zach Collins situation over in Portland, where it seemed like every time okay. he came back, he broke something else or some other thing happened to him, and he was off the court again. So he's, I think he tore, I think Isaac tore an ACL at some point, mm. and he's also injured something else, and now he's finally playing consistent basketball, and he's been playing playing well for him. Um, yeah. But are, the ultimate question is: Are they are they going to stay in the top four, top five in the East? No, no. Okay. <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's you know, just ride, ride, ride the wave while you can. But no, that they're not going to stop. That that. Uh, let me see who, who's that. Who are they ahead of right like now? They're ahead of like uh, Milwaukee, the Cavs, the no. Knicks, the Heat, <laughs> no. uh, all those yeah. guys. I think they're only behind Boston at this point. And yeah. Okay. I agree with you. I think like like you said, they young team ride the wave, they're off to a good start. And I mean they beat Boston though. They, they did beat Boston. They always beat Boston. <laughs> they always beat Boston. It's like they it's it's like that one team that has your number. Yeah. 
the the Magic are the one team that has the Boston Celtics number. They always give Boston a hard time. Mm. Kind kind of like Lakers and Sacramento. Yeah, they always give us a tough issue, right? So, so yeah, yeah. You know, when they beat Boston, I'm like, okay, that's that's kind of been the norm the past two three years. Yeah. Now, do you think this Orlando team can make the play in? Yes. Yes. Yes, I, I I do think they can make the play in. Yeah. Um, and that's because at some point in time, I think Toronto is going to have a fire sale. Yeah, we're waiting on it. We've been waiting on it for almost the whole season and, at this point. Yeah, and that, and that's sitting at eight and eight right now. Mm-hmm. So I'm not sure what Masai is doing, but he's a real smart guy. Yeah. So I'm not sure exactly what he's doing. I think he's kind of biding his time to see, you know, what, you know, Pascal and uh, OG and um, Barnes, you see what these guys are going to do it. Yeah. You know, I, they they have um, they have what um, Bo Money Jones, you know, what Bo Money Jones. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They, they, what they have to call a, a lot of low spades. <laughs> yeah. They, Okay. They, they have a lot of low space. So yeah. it's it's like they got these guys that can teeter totter on being an all star or right. uh, uh, people would want them come to trade deadline, but like mixed together with Barnes and OG and Pascal and uh and and um Schroeder. Yeah. Like eh, mm. you know. Yeah. You know, two or three of spades, four of spades, you know, <laughs> just yeah, that yeah. don't give you much. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you on that. I think so. Coming into the season, I did. I actually ended up missing the plan by one spot, and that's only because I. I mean, Chicago is bad, man. This is they got a. Oh, they gonna have a they gonna fire sale too. Yeah, they they got a. I yeah. thought they could trend around 500, and if they did keep it together, slide in. But pieces don't fit. No, they pieces don't, don't fit. They don't fit. So. Yes. And then you lost Lonzo. Lonzo. That's a. <laughs> hey, is he that big of a loss though? Like this big? But, no, no, no. He no, he's not that big. No. So but but what, he, what's going on though? He can play point though, man. He can play point. They they don't have. I mean, um, who's that point guard now? Kobe uh, White. Kofi Hair. Yeah, Kofi Hair. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. Uh, he's not that big of a loss, but yeah, they they have given up. Mm, they, yeah. they look like that. Did you see? Uh, did you see Debo get ejected the yeah, last game? And he dealt up Masai <laughs> on the way out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so Debo, see, see, Debo don't understand because he was mad. He was mad that they scored at the end of the game. He's like, it's the end of the game, but those points matter. Yeah, the points matter in the end season in tournament. The tournament. So everybody is scoring at the end of the game, even if, even if you're down. Yeah. Like twelve points, the other team is still scoring at the end of the game. Yeah, yeah, they. Yeah, they so gotta, they're gonna have a fire sale. Yeah, yeah, they gotta blow it up. So they're Orlando's better than them, just for, at this point yep. for sure. They should make the play in. I think. Yeah, with, I agree. With this start and like the lack of talent in the East. I mean, Jesus, mm-hmm. like Charlotte, Washington, Detroit are just terrible. Uh, I, D- Detroit. Detroit, Detroit is supposed to be better than this. Two and fourteen. 
I would um, I would gather to say that they <laughs> have drafted poorly. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Like, like, I was they have drafted poorly. <laughs> very, very poorly. And I know they brought in Monty, and I was like, okay, that's a plus. I like him as a coach, but he, they, mm-hmm. like you said about uh, Chicago, like like these pieces, they don't fit. Like they have, they don't fit. Like they are, they're young and old at the same time, and then they don't fit. They don't, <laughs> They also have like so many like Killian Hayes, Jaden Ivey, Marcus Sasser. Killian Hayes is a big disappointment. They've been waiting on Killian Hayes. Yeah. They've been waiting on him since they drafted him. And yeah. It's like how long can you wait on a player? Yeah. It's like Chicago with uh Patrick Williams. How long are you gonna <laughs> wait on? How long are you gonna wait until he does what you thought he was gonna do? That's I mean, a poor draft, and sometimes it happens like that. You know, yeah. drafting is not a perfect science. You know. Yeah, on the on the Patrick, that's so funny about it because I I listen to Zach Lowe from ESPN, and that's like his guy. Okay, yeah. He's just like I can't quit Patrick <laughs> Williams. Like I don't know what it is, but I just will always be the one guy like yelling, like Oh no, there it is! He's he's about to start the mm-hmm. run. He played well yesterday, and like he's he not even starting lineup. I don't think. For nope. the Bulls, yeah, is, oh they God. tried starting him for a while. He just he, he just don't have it. Well, he's out of Florida State. Yeah. So. Yes. But yeah, on on the Pistons, I, I mean, obviously, I love Cade. I like I love Jalen Duran a lot. Uh, I think he's got something. Like he's, I mean, I mean, we forget how good Dwight Howard was. So I'm not gonna go blasphemous and be like, oh, he's gonna be Dwight Howard. But you could see that in his game. Okay. Like their their combo pick and roll combo is is pretty pretty nasty but that's really the only bright side I, I see on the team is those two is Jaden okay. Ivey I mean I haven't how about I say you don't like Ivey <laughs> man I love the story I mean his, his mom's okay. a coach right and, uh, With, and, him and his mom yeah him and his mom and yeah. so mm-hmm. I feel like, like I mean should be something there but I haven't seen it and then mm-hmm. yeah Killian Hayes at this point I'm like I don't, I don't yeah think that, it's, that it's about time over. for that yeah. Uh, Marcus Sasser has shown some things out of Houston. He's a rookie. Uh, he's he's come in and given them some decent minutes. Uh, yeah. And then on the other and side, then, they have all these bigs, and I'm like, why? <laughs> you got you got James Wiseman, Jalen Duran, Wiseman, Stewart, oh. and uh, uh, Bagley, Marvin Bagley the third. I'm like, Wiseman is such a oh man. I don't know what to say about Wiseman. I I don't either. And then you got Bagley, who who who, who petered out in Sacramento, and you got these guys who were kind of highly touted in college. Yeah, Bagley, uh, Kevin Knox. Oh yeah, he's over there now. Yeah, I mean, uh, they don't fit. No. Who's who's the GM over there? Um, is it? Uh, it's not Joe no more. Is it Casey? It's not Joe Dumars is no it more. Dwayne right? Casey. As the GM? Is he the GM or is he like because he fired himself. Sure. He was the coach and then he fired himself right. and but promoted himself. And I don't know if he's the GM or if he's like <laughs> president of something. Yeah. <laughs> but he's I think he's still over there. So I don't I don't know who the GM is over there, but they got a Okay. And then they got I mean, they got hosed in the it. lottery because they were supposed to be with the odds, like a top two, top three pick, and then they got the fifth pick in the draft. Mm-hmm. I mean, they got a SAR. Gotta kill you. Yeah, who looks good, but 
Man, yeah, the Pistons. Yeah, that's that's tough. That's tough. They shouldn't be this. So team. I, 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 so yeah, Orlando might even get up to nine. You know. Yeah, I will see. So one of the teams I had as my sneaky team to make the play-in was the, or I might have said make playoffs because I think they would win the play-in series was the Indiana Pacers. That was my okay. my team. I felt like, so Sacramento last year, they won, what, 48 games? And okay. so they were. They were your surprise team last they year. They were your, your surprise team. They were healthy the whole you year, right? They played the fast-paced mm-hmm. style where they just were running and gunning. Mm-hmm. And they they ultimately finished third in the, in the West. They got the fastest player in the NBA. Yep, Aaron Fox. And this yeah. team last year with the Pacers, with Halliburton, who I love, I, I'm like, he's like the new age Chris Paul. That's how I call it at this point. Yes. Like, he's awesome. Mm-hmm. And when they were with him, they were 500 last year. And then he went mm-hmm. out in January with an injury for like a month. And then that's when right. they, they fell apart a little bit. So now he's back. And then he's running this offense. You got Buddy Heald. You got Miles Turner. You bring in Obi Toppin as a guy who can at least play above the rim and run the floor. Uh-huh. So I was like, all right. Do you gonna... have Do you have Buddy Hill and Miles Turner? Do you have them mentally? <laughs> I... Do you have them? Because they've been on the trading block for the past two years, both of them. <laughs> they have, and Buddy's in talks probably again now. Uh... Both of them have been collected with the Lakers on the trading block the past yeah. two years. The yeah, past two years. <laughs> Are they still yeah. there? So do you have them? Uh, listen, they still he's there. He's shooting the lights out, but it's still shooting the yeah, but it's still shooting the lights out. Yeah, he still is. So they're a fun little team. Like they're 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 just gonna outscore everybody. They don't play defense. Like what they played the yeah. Hawks the other day, one fifty seven, one fifty two in regulation. Yeah, right. Yes. <laughs> oh my gosh. So I can imagine what it was like to be at that game. Oh man. So, yeah, they were my little fun team to watch in the East. But, yeah, I think to Orlando, they should make Yeah, they'll make the playoffs, I believe. Yeah. yeah. I agree with you. Okay. Yeah. And then. Yeah. All right. Let's get to. Uh, well, do we. Okay, OKC? Yeah. OKC. OKC. I got I to gotta admit, I think I'm, I'm just wrong on this one. My concern was they had. At one, before the season even started, like you're supposed to only have like 15 dudes on your roster. And at one point in the mm-hmm. offseason with like two weeks left, they had 20. And I was like, who are, yeah. the, who are we picking? <laughs> who are they keeping? Yeah, who, who are we keeping? <laughs> and, so, mm-hmm. and then, I mean, Chet is coming in. I think obviously he's going to start, first of all. Chet rookie, got game. Rookie of the year at this point. Yeah, he got game. Yeah, he's, yeah. he's got game. Uh, so I figured he'd be a plus. I thought they would maybe rotate through a few more guys, um, and that might have kind of hurt them in terms of wins and losses, right? Because they would just have, you know, young guys coming in, let me see what you can do so we can kind of get a a true read on, okay, what's the talent situation here? Who are we going with for the future kind of stuff? Um, But I think they may have already figured it out at this point. Yeah. All right, Shea is a dude. I don't, I don't know what to say. Yeah. You wish he took maybe yeah. a couple more threes, but otherwise he can get to his spot whenever. He going to have to learn how to shoot the ball. Yeah. He going to have to learn. But the athleticism, he can go by you anytime he wants to. He can get to the rim. 
But he gonna have to learn how to shoot, especially for the playoffs. Yeah, he, he looks slow. To to he looks slow on TV. I, <laughs> I don't understand. Like, like when I watch him, like he like got, like uh like Luke like Luca slow. Yeah, like he's got his own pace slow. <laughs> where I, okay. I, I don't know. I guess it keeps you off balance because like I'm watching him and like I guess he he just got like a maybe a little herky jerk to him like. He comes, yeah. he comes at you, and then, like, I guess he's got the step, and he goes, and then the next time he comes down, hits you with the behind-the-back dribble, stop into a pull-up. So, I don't know. He's got something going, man, and he's he's great. Chet? And he was he was like a throw-in. Wasn't he a throw-in with the Paul George? Chet? He was. He was. Yeah. because yeah, he was with the Clippers. And yeah. Then, yeah. I mean, I think he might have been the main piece they were after, I guess. But, okay. Yeah. But, yeah. Like, yeah, and then... So you got him, you got Chet, who's showing you that he's a guy, right? He can stretch the floor, knock down yeah. the three. He's going to contest up at the rim. I like Chet. Uh, they got, so they have Chet, two. Chet is shooting 43%, 44% from the three. Wow. Yeah, so yeah. Yeah, he hit the three against That's, Golden State the other week. Yep. Turn around. Turn around. Just turn around and shot it. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, he's that's a dude. Yeah, Chet's a dog. So those two for sure. Then you got Jay Williams. Like they have two Jalen Williams. Which which one? (laughs) Which one? (laughs) I think it's Jay Dub is what they call the wing Jalen Williams. Okay. Uh, They have him, but they also have big Jalen Williams down in the the, the middle. Uh, Isaiah Joe can just shoot. Oh my god! Yeah. He's at what forty, like forty five percent from three, and he's taking like five. Forty eight right now. Yeah, we're forty eight right now. Forty eight, and he's taking like five. Forty eight. Yeah, he's shooting. Yeah, you can't. So again, not sustainable, but yeah, he they they. Is they got a lot? Like you said, they got a lot of dudes. Yeah, and it's it's like. It's it's like you don't know why they chose to keep the ones they they kept. I guess I guess talent. Yeah. But <laughs> it's like man, it's like they lulled me to sleep because they had just had so many almost quote unquote no name guys, and then they just turned they panning out. Yeah. What what you can say about OKC is they look like they know how to draft. Yes. Yes. They do. I mean, for you to draft Kevin Durant. Yeah, Presty. Uh, Presty knows how to draft. Yeah, Kevin Durant. Uh, Westbrook and Harden. And Ibaka. That says something. Yeah, and Ibaka. That says something about you. Yeah. Yeah, they can draft. The question now is what the – they keep – so they've been stockpiling picks and whatnot. Like, they're going out of style. And mm-hmm. we've been waiting. What are they going to do? Is this the year they do something with it? Because now with this team – Need a vet? Need a vet. So, everybody need a vet. That's what I'm saying. Like, with, everybody with this, need a vet. With this team and the position they are right now, with, you see mm-hmm. what Chet is. You you know what Shea is. You got J Dub. Do you trade? Obviously, Giddy's been in the news for other reasons at the moment. But you, know, you trade. Yeah, him. you're not gonna have him. Yeah, you're not gonna have yeah. him. <laughs> you trade him yeah, plus some of these he, picks. He's in and some big trouble. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he's in some trouble. Yeah. So, um, uh, do you bring in a Debo? I don't know if that works. <laughs> I don't know if that works because he doesn't shoot threes either. But but you got Joe and you got Chet and yeah. you got uh, 
So you got these guys who actually do shoot threes. Yeah, it's a Giddy has been terrible from three, really. Yeah. Uh, even Shea right now is at thirty six percent. So you got Lou Dort at forty two percent. So you got guys who who are shooting the three again, not sustainable. So let's say they regress down to thirty six, thirty seven. Mm-hmm. I mean, you need you you could use Debo there for to do Debo things. Yeah. You know, especially down the stretch, down the stretch of a game, you have guys that are may not be, you know, seasoned enough, seasoned enough to have that. Hey, this is what you're doing the clutch time. Mm. Hey, let's rally. Yeah, I, I believe Debo is good for that. I don't think anybody's talking about that, but yeah, I mean, again, the Bulls are gonna have a fire sale, so. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's, that's interesting. Yeah, you, you can make that move. What do you think? I what think do you that's, think? That's interesting. Like I've, I've see, I, I want to see that. That would be an interesting fit down the stretch, because obviously we know what what Debo could do in terms of uh, you know closing out some games and being like a clutch. Like he had what not this past season, was it the season before? It just seemed like every. Late game, yeah, it was, yeah, it was the game. Yeah, late game shot. He was just somehow <laughs> knocking it down. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know if you want to see Shea, maybe have that spot, right? Because it's yeah, it's his team it's right his now. Team. So you know, see see what he can do in those moments. That's an interesting. I have to look see what the numbers are on that. Like, can they make it work? Probably with the salary cap and everything. Yeah. But yeah, I think I think they're definitely in a position where they can make a move finally. Like they got a ton of draft picks and valuable ones too that people will want and ship mm-hmm. that with other pieces and see what you can get. And then they're going to be a fun team to watch. Like they should make the playoffs now. I had it I had it wrong. They they should definitely be a playoff team, especially with Memphis being where they are at this point. That spot's open. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Let's get to the the big the big discussion. Your Lakers. All right. Talk to me. Like so, where are, <laughs> where, where are they? They're what six or seven? Seven. 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 Mm-hmm. All right. You guys haven't Just been got healthy. a good win last night. Yeah, you go. You go. That's the problem. That's the problem. All the depth that we got during the off season, all of them have been hurt. Mm. So we haven't played uh, Jared Vanderbilt all year. He played one preseason game, mm. and he has this heel bursitis thing uh, going on with him. Um, Cam Reddish, who uh, developed into a starter, mm-hmm. uh, he has a groin uh, from, I guess, two games ago now. And and uh, just, just uh, Hachimura, mm-hmm. he had a uh, concussion. And then he has a nasal fracture. So I'm like, what is all this stuff coming from? Gabe Vincent. Gabe Vincent uh, has, ooh, I, I just hope he improves. I think Gabe Vincent will be gone at the trade deadline, though. He'll oh, be gone. Okay. Uh, yeah, I, I, he is, Yeah, uh, even when he has played, uh, 7% from three-point. Seven. 7%. Yeah, seven. Oh, boy. Yeah, below 10, seven. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Seven. Oh my goodness. Yeah, he, I can. I can get a little emotional when I talk about the Lakers, but it's, it's, our our depth has been hurt. Not not LeBron and AD, the people who we expect to be hurt. The depth has been hurt. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, I, I think I think 
the Lakers could climb and stay in uh, five and six in that area. Yeah, I think uh, we tried the Austin Reeves in the starting lineup. I knew that wasn't going to work. Mm. Overhyped. 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 Mm. Overhyped. He he got some run with Team USA, and I saw him then. I was like, eh. and he is good. He is good coming off the bench. Okay. That's where they have him. Good now. coming up the bench. Yeah. Yep. So Cam Reddish, long. Yeah. Uh, pretty good. Once we get Jared Vanderbilt, long. Mm-hmm. And uh, both two good defensive players, uh, LeBron, AD, and then uh, for right now, D'Lo. D'Lo. For, for right now. For right now. You, mm-hmm. What does that mean? Are you trading him too? Dead, yeah, trade deadline. Okay. More than likely. Yeah. Oh, so yeah, then. More than likely. So who's left to play point if you trade Vincent and D'Lo? That's a good question. That's, that's, I, see, I, I don't claim to have all the answers. Oh, okay. I, don't, I don't claim. I don't claim, <laughs> claim all the answers. Point, point, go, point guard LeBron won us a championship. So he's and uh, he he's been he's been there's been rumblings and you've been hearing the audio. Yeah, I was gonna um, say. when him talking to the coaches, like, "Hey, I'm just standing out in this wing. You know, I can play point guard, right?" Yeah, he said that game he's one been, against the Nuggets. Like, they yeah, got the audio. Yeah, like, he said, "I can, know? I can play point guard." Yeah. So and oh man, this Nuggets thing. Uh, <laughs> uh, don't laugh. Don't laugh. Don't laugh. <laughs> hey, we beat him. We beat him. You did <laughs> twice. Twice. See this. This this Jokic thing, man. Now let, let's just talk about the Lakers. We, I know we're talking about it. Yeah, this. So so what do you, what do you have? What do you have the Lakers finishing? I, I had them yeah in that same spot. I think I had a five five. Okay, I think five. They, yeah. Because they they don't want to be in the play, and that's just an extra game. You know, we, we're yes, not trying to do that. Not. All right. Listen, I. So those are some interesting points. I didn't know Gabe Vincent was shooting seven percent. That's that's awful. Seven percent. Seven percent. That's bad. And then, yeah, it's just ironic, like, all the other guys are getting hurt, and LeBron and AD have been the two that have been holding it down. I was... Torian Prince, who, who came in as a yeah. 40% three-point shooter, has not been shooting the ball well at all. Mm. And it's like, you know, there's a uh, there's a regression. When you come play with LeBron, mm. your three-point percentage goes down 5% because you're scared. <laughs> you don't want to mess it up. Yeah. So the pressure is added on. So you can shoot whatever team you was on, but when you go play the LeBron, you're going to go down 5%. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. And so I, I like, obviously. Tony Brown, Press, 27%. Oh, boy. Yeah. Yeah, from three. That's not it. Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, Braun's doing crazy things at 39 that we just, they're never probably ever yeah, going to see be, again. Yeah, about to be 39. Yeah. yeah. And then all these people that want to trade AD, can we stop? Can we, yeah, can we do that? Can yeah, we, we can stop that. Can that's stop that's ridiculous. That? Dude is top see, 10 I'm, player in the league. See, see, Lonnie, I'm rational. I'm a rational <laughs> Lakers fan. Okay. And I can be objective. I can get emotional. But yeah, it's a difference between emotional and rational. AD, even if he don't give you 20 points a night, yeah. He is gonna wipe out everything in the paint. Thank you, thank you. Everything in the paint. Thank you. I mean, his D, he's leading the league in blocks right now. Yep. And some of the stuff that just doesn't show up on the stat sheet, he is preventing people, making people second guess coming in the lane. Yeah. Which and and um, 
uh, I'm not sure what the stat is about uh, the decrease in shooting percentage mm. uh, when when you're coming to the lane at him. It's uh, somebody said what the percentage was, and but um, yeah, that that can get away with that trade AD thing. That's ridiculous. Yeah, that, yeah. People been putting that out there talking about like go get Embiid. I'm like, can we? Nah, just let that man play. He's awesome. He's a top he, ten player in the league right now. Right yes, now, today. I agree. Like, he's a top ten player in the league. He's a defense, like you say. He's a defense unto your, unto himself. Like yes, people who don't believe that, go watch the Golden State series in the playoffs last year. Just go watch how they had to change their whole offense because AT yes. was in there just deterring everything. Garden, Garden, Steph on the perimeter. Yeah, who else could do that? Oh, my <laughs> goodness, who else could do that? You got twelve boards a game, three blocks a game. Yeah. Uh, the up and down with the scoring is just, it is what it is right yep. now. Mm-hmm. That's why you have the depth. There you go. Okay? Yep. That's why you have the depth. Yep. So, so there are going to be nights where he's going to take off offensively. He's going to be concerned primarily with the defense. Yep. Yeah. We just have to figure out Denver. Mm-hmm. Once we figure out Denver, championship time. <laughs> championship time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I remember watching that opening night game, and I mean, AD was cooking in the first half, and then I don't think people because then he like, disappeared in the second half. Zero, zero in the second half. Right. Zero. I mean, do we see what Denver was doing defensively? I know he's AD, and like you should at least be able to score a bucket, but like yeah. the timing on their doubles in the second half was like perfect. Like they were coming over. Yeah. And it, what do you want him to do? Take a fall away from like yeah. damn near the three point line over two guys like like the right they made basketball good play is and we didn't adjust right. I mean, you got good looks mm-hmm. off of it too. So it was like you know yeah. they came with the double late. Like usually somebody yeah. like KCP or somebody comes over to help, and then AD makes the pass. Guys open. Like, Don't say KCP, man. <laughs> Don't say KCP, guys. Uh, I, I he is an underrated piece. Yep. I I, I wish mm-hmm. we would have never gave him up in a trade. Uh, KCP, we've been looking for a KCP ever since we let well, yeah. we, we we let him go. Yeah. All all that for Westbrook. I I didn't I didn't so. like the trade when it came down. I was like me neither. It was terrible. Like you guys were set. <laughs> terrible. You guys were in a great spot. Was, well, that was the year after the chip, right? Yeah, yeah. I was like, no, just... what, what? The year after the chip. The, the year, year after. after. The chip. So yeah. uh, after the chip, we got bounced in the first round by Phoenix. That's because Brian was hurt. Yeah, and, and AD, AD got hurt. hurt in the series. Hurt in the series. Yeah. So yeah. So the year after. So after that happened, that's when we brought in uh, Westbrook. Westbrook. And uh, I, I, I saw what they were saying it was going to do, but Westbrook would. Just wasn't that guy when it comes to, hey, I got Braun hurt, I got AD hurt. Now you take the team and get us some wins. He's He wasn't that guy at that time. Yeah. So. Well, yeah, I think, yeah, you guys, I mean, you got to get healthy so we can see what it's like with, with the full team. Um, mm-hmm. I do like Austin coming off the bench. I think that's the, the yeah. right move for him. Now, you got money coming on him in two years. So mm-hmm. maybe not this year, but next year, probably try to move him. I, I think yeah. that's in that's in the cards. And then yeah, I'll, as always, I'm always excited to see what Lay GM cooks up 
come trade time. <laughs> Rob Palinka? No, no, late GM. You mean Rob? The real GM. You mean- <laughs> no, no, no. We know who's really Everybody running. likes to say that. LeBron says the guys on his team do their job. He is a basketball player. Okay. All right, LeBron. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we'll yes, see. I mean, they're, they're definitely going to make a move. I mean, so they can't do anything until the trade deadline at this point because obviously they're talking about, I think, Zach Levine is a name that's been thrown out. Even, I mean, yeah, you guys were supposed to have Depot. Yeah, December uh, December 15th, I think we could do some things, but mainly after the trade deadline, 15th or 16th. But you said we were supposed to have Debo? Yeah, like in that year uh, when Westbrook was coming, where it came. Like apparently there yeah, was a I deal. Yeah, I heard those t- rumblings. Yeah, apparently there was. But, yeah. He said it, I think, in a podcast yep. with like Paul He did Jordan. say it in the podcast, yeah. Yeah, he was like, yeah, I, I thought I was going to the Lakers. Like it was pretty much mm-hmm. like a done deal, I thought. And then all of a sudden news comes out that Westbrook is going. And it's like. Yeah, so you, you, you would think we would learn from instances like that because that happened with Kuzma to the Kings. Mm. And we were supposed to get Buddy Hill that first time. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, we think we learned there. Yeah. So, so, do, so, do you think that was LeBron making a change at the end? What at the end? Oh, oh, oh! Right. I'm saying like, oh, flip yeah. it too. Yeah, like now, scra- now scrap that. Let's get Westbrook. <laughs> yeah, I gotta. Uh, maybe. You think so? Okay. He, yeah. he and AD, they definitely be. They, they definitely talking about all the moves and stuff. So. I think they felt like, yeah, we could probably make it work. Yeah, let's bring Russ in here, and, and mm. it didn't work. Um, yeah. But yeah, the West is very interesting. Very interesting. I mean, Denver is hanging around. They don't have Jamal Murray right now, so you know they miss him too. They miss him. They miss him. They need him back, and I think they'll be back when he's when he's back. I mean, can LeBron do this all season? Can, he's playing all these minutes, man. Yeah, and that, that, that wasn't the plan coming in. Uh, the plan was to play him um, right around 30 minutes. Yeah. And uh, that got scrapped after the first game, <laughs> after the second game, I should yeah. say. I, like, yeah, after two. the first game, we lost. And yeah. it's like, he was like, no, nah, enough no, of that. Nope. Yeah, I mean, and, and we, we just have to, you know, we just have to see. Right now, both of them are help, uh, healthy. Uh, Ad has this little hip thing going on with him right now. Uh, it's kind of that's been bugging him, or whatnot. Yeah. Uh, can he do this all season? No, not realistically. Hmm. Uh, he can't. I mean, right? I mean, uh, until last night, he was shooting forty percent from three. Uh, and I mean, I think we went one, one for nine last night, though. Dude, but um, yeah, so uh, that's which which that's when we have to get. These guys back, these well, yeah. guys that we had for depth back, and right. they've been more hurt than LeBron and AD, you know. Well, yeah, and then to that point, like, the on-off splits with LeBron, like, they get talked about all the time, but it's just unbelievable that he is yeah. that valuable. Still at 30, what, 38, almost 39 years old, like, they can't yeah, win 30, the minutes with him off the floor. Hey, some guy said – uh like the Lakers when LeBron is off the floor, like the Washington Generals. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, I'm trying to figure out like, so who is what should be working? What should be working is 
D-Lo with AD mm. and these pick and rolls. That should be working. Yeah. It's not. It's not. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I guess yeah. nobody, does anybody view D-Lo as like a threat off that pick and roll if he's as a shooter? Not. Not off the pick, not yeah. off the pick and roll though. Oh. He's been pretty decent with catch and shoot. Yeah, yeah, he's been pretty. But uh, I mean, he's crafty. He's a lefty. You know, it's kind of harder to guard lefties. Mm-hmm. You know, than right. You know, but he's been crafty. And I, I like D'Lo. He just man, it's you can't quantify quote unquote crunch time and clutch time. Yeah, but he just seems to crumble during those moments. Mm. Okay. I mean, they even benched them last year it's, they did. in that playoff series. I mean, that says a lot. Yeah, uh, that did say a lot. All right, last question. Who do you think? In-season tournament? Well, oh, yeah. Well, oh, yeah. Well, last question about the Lakers. Okay, I'm sorry. I made it throw you off. Go no, ahead. No, no, no. Last, last question about the Lakers. <laughs> so who, who do you want to target at the trade deadline? Is there any name out there that you're like, okay, this guy, if we can go find a way to get him, that would be – that would be good for us. Hmm. I mean, the obvious, the obvious has been Zach, Zach Levine. They thrown out Zach Levine. Yeah, that's yeah, and that to me, to me, the money don't really work like that. You know, because yeah. he has he has a ton, and then we already have a ton on the books already. Brown and AD I mean, so yeah, so uh, that, that's what a lot of people have been saying. I I, I wish. We could have gotten when he was available, um, uh, Drew Holiday. Oh. When he was available, Drew, I, I wish that could have happened. I yeah, I wish that could have happened. That to me, that would have been the missing piece. Yeah, but as as far as a point guard, because uh, I think that's in essence what, what we if they're not going to play LeBron at point, we need somebody who could make. Uh, to have us get easier shots for other people. Yeah. And I'm not sure I'm not sure that's out there right now. I mean, uh some people have been saying Colin Sexton. I mean he's more of a scoring guard right yeah. now, but I've heard his names. I've heard his name like kind of with rumblings out there. But it, it's it's really hard to say uh, uh, uh <laughs> yeah. look look I thought I thought Schroeder did good okay with us last year. You know, a, I thought he did pretty he did good okay. for us last year. Yeah. Okay. Some yeah. clutch shots. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Everybody's throwing right, out you know, yeah. Zach Levine and I'm, I gotta I gotta go into the trade machine and see what the money looks like there. But then just mm-hmm. towards the future with the you know, C B A, all the changes to it, like for mm-hmm. a guy to make Zach's money like forty mil a season, you kinda want him to be a consistent all-star yes yeah that makes sense that makes sense that's reasonable yeah like if i'm gonna pay you 40 million then you gotta be somebody who's consistently making the all-star should probably be at least third team all nba kind of stuff yeah and we haven't seen that from zach obviously he's been on some bad teams although he was Mm -hmm. one time minnesota was okay but He's been on mm-hmm. some bad teams. He did okay at Team USA one year. He was, he was fine. So I don't know if that's that's the move for the Lakers, but we'll see. Yeah. We'll see. Also, also, I've heard a rumble or two about Trey Young. Oh, I have not heard that. Okay. 
Trey Young. So, so that that would be interesting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but he is gonna kill you on the other side of the floor, yes. that defensive side. You know, you're gonna try to hide him yeah. as much as you can. You know, and uh, I love guys who can spread the floor and shoot the long ball and things of that nature. But if you're trying to hide them, hide them on defense, man, that's yeah. Yeah. I don't think that works. I, not for my Lakers. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean, Trey got off to a slow start this season, wasn't shooting it well. I think he's turned it up recently. I mean, mm-hmm. he and DeJounte are over there in Atlanta. I guess some people go back and forth on which one is be- who's better. I mean, DeJounte's got the length, right, that Trey doesn't, yep. so he can play defense, but he obviously isn't the scorer that Trey is when he gets going. So we'll see what they do over there in Atlanta. I think. With Quinn Snyder, it's first full season as the head coach. I feel like they're going to hang on to him and, yeah. and see what goes on over there. But, okay. Yeah, everybody always tries to make the splashy moves for the Lakers. And I, yeah. I think <laughs> I don't think that's going to happen this offseason, but I'm sure people will be talking about it. But, uh, yeah. Right. Ultimately, I, ultimately, I think we stand pat. Okay. We stand pat. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Last thing, in-season tournament. So it's been going on. It's coming to a conclusion, I believe, on Tuesday for at least the the group stage, right, before we get to the knockout rounds. Um, I talked about it a little bit since it got started. What are your thoughts on it so far? Like, Do you think it's been good, fun, or do you think it's just, like, you know, annoying or, like, nah, I'm not with it? Bloody, I like it, man. I, I like you. it. I'm with you. Yeah. yeah, man, I like the basketball courts. Yeah. I think the courts are cool. Like, especially some look better. Than, I like Orlando's court. Of course, I like the Lakers court. Man, um, but uh, Houston has the H Town. Yeah, don't they have the, the H Town? Yeah. Man, I, I, I like, I like it. I like the fact that um, uh, it's something to add, like a like a little carrot. Uh, um, now five hundred thousand dollars might not be that much to LeBron or AD. Right. But you got those guys that are playing minutes mm-hmm. for you, like the number six, seven, eight on the bench. All right. You don't think they want that $500,000? Yeah. You know, so that right there. Uh, two, um, the point differentials matter. Yeah. So now you have a, uh, now you have something at the end of the game that's different from right. the regular NBA. You could be blowing out a team by 15. I'm still scoring on you. Yep. I'm still shooting threes. Mm-hmm. I like that. Yeah. I, I like because it's different. And I think that's what uh, Adam Silver wanted. I think he wanted just like a different feel. I know he kind of kind of mimicked this off uh, of soccer and the World Cup and things of that nature. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, I really like the way it's, it's been going. Uh, and um, I like I even like people's confusion about it because eventually <laughs> you'll read it. <laughs> yeah. But eventually you'll read it, I guess, because it's not going anywhere right now. So. Right. Yeah, no, yeah. I'm with you. I like it. I like it. I think it, it's different. It's cool. Like you know, the uniforms and the courts are cool. I didn't expect that, but that, that's a cool little thing too. But I like that. So with soccer, because I, I do follow like English English Premier League, so they have cups and stuff. But those matches don't count for the regular season in in mm-hmm. their league. It's just a totally completely right. separate thing. But I like mm-hmm. that this is tied into the regular season because these yep. games. They still matter. Like, they affect your win-loss total and ultimately playoff seeding kind of stuff, 
right? So you can't yeah. just go into it and be like, oh, we're just going to send out the B team and, like, we don't care about this game. No, you exactly. Gotta, you got to play. Like, you got to play. got to play. Right? The points matter. Right? I like I like that it's early in the season, too. I think they picked the yeah. perfect time to do it in November because teams are still all within five games mm-hmm. of each other at the extreme. But most of them are right. within, like, two. Right? And they did it at a point where football is still big. Right. So they wanted to kind of compete. Yeah, yeah. And so you got teams who are, you know, five and eight, but then the team they're playing is eight and five. And this game could mean bringing you closer together and all that. And then to your point, yeah, uh, winning the money for – I think it's for the guys that are further down the roster. That would be yeah. obviously huge for them. I think, like, LeBron and Dame have said so much in interviews post-game. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, like we want to win it for our, our guys on the bench. So I think it's fun at this point. We got a few teams locked in for the knockout, including your Lakers. You know, went 4-0. Oh, yeah, 4-0. 4-0. 4-0. In the group. Yeah. So you guys are in, and I think, the only lock so far in the West. And then the only lock in the East are the Pacers, who went Pacers, 4-0. Pacers, 4-0. So they're, yeah. they're in. Uh, we got... Milwaukee's three and zero. Milwaukee is three and zero. So if they mm-hmm. win their Tuesday game, they're in. They're uh, so we got a little bit of a race for uh, mm-hmm. divisions or groups, and then the wild card spot. Uh, my rock. Now to are... your point. Oh yeah, go ahead. Oh okay, go ahead. Uh, to, to your point, like I even like you know everybody that's not in, mm-hmm. they play each other. Right. So everybody that misses, they play each other a home game and a away game. Yep. Mm-hmm. So, again, it's still – and even if you lose in the tournament, those games that you lose, again, count toward the regular season. So the only extra game is going to be the championship game. Right, yep. Now, I do wish that they would count that toward the, the stats and stuff like that toward the regular season because they did earn it. Okay. And it would be just kind of like a novelty to have, well, okay, there were two games, two teams that actually played 83 games of the season. Mm. I think that would just be kind of cool for the novelty part of it and, and history – you know, as well. But I, I like the way they set that up, too. But okay. your your Rockets are doing pretty good. Two and one so far in the tournament. Two and one in the tournament, including, yeah, we beat Denver and uh, yeah. New Orleans, who's currently sitting number one in our group. We got to play Dallas. You eliminated. You eliminated Denver. We did. We did. We eliminated yeah. Denver. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so Dallas is eliminated, but they can eliminate us by beating us on Tuesday. So All I right. think pretty it's. Spoiler. Yeah, so I think it's if we win, we're in. I think that's where we're at. Like I think because we beat New Orleans. Totally, uh, only one. That's the only one wild card, right? So we would win. Yeah, it's only one wild card. But if we win, yeah. we win the group because we're okay. We're two and one. New Orleans is three and one, but we beat them head to head. So we have the tiebreaker. Okay, all right. So if we beat Dallas, then we would win our group and we would be in. I yeah, I never put the take on. I should have put it on. Um, on the pod, but I was telling Pradeep because uh, we worked together. I was like, you know, we win okay. in the in season tournament, right? Like I was, like, okay. <laughs> I was saying that to him privately. I should have put it on on the pod, but because I was like, this is actually a really good opportunity <laughs> for like a team just like us, right? Like go win something, like use yeah. that as like a something to you know go after, like put the league on notice a little bit, be like, hey. You know, this is something we can go compete. Like, let's go win our group, and then let's go be the first ones to win it, get these young guys excited about going out and winning something. 
So I think Zach says, I think Zach Lowe says he predicted Minnesota would win it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Minnesota. They're still in it, I think. Yeah, right there, kind of. Yeah, kinda. two and one. Two and yeah. one, but yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'm excited yeah. about it. I think it's going to be fun. Um, yeah, I don't know about the 83rd game counting. So you saying just the stats, or do you want to count the win, too, and the loss? No, 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 just, just the stats. Okay, okay. Just the stats. Just the yeah, stats. yeah, just okay. the stats, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, then I think I'm fine with that, All right? Um, yeah, I couldn't count the win-loss because then that affects the playoffs and all that. So Right. Right. So, so yeah, and uh, then, you know, they're going to give the awards as well, mm-hmm. uh, in-season tournament MVP. Right. So you got you, you think about people and their legacy. Yeah. And how that is going to affect their legacy. You, th- um, you think it's going to become something, like, that we talk about in legacy? Like, oh, well, he's got three rings, he's got three rings, but he won the – in-season tournament MVP two times or silver is about just changing stuff man I think it can yeah, yeah. I think it can okay. I think it can so so first first season uh in-season tournament MVP he's gonna have all season uh tournament um I think first and second team or something like that yeah mm-hmm. yeah yeah okay. so he, he really thought it through he did I like this edition I like this edition it's fun yeah and yeah, it, it's it catches your attention with the courts immediately. Like you're like, okay, and they've done a good job making the sure jerseys. you can understand the difference. Like, okay, this isn't like a normal game. Like something's different about tonight for the Cavs. Yeah, Steph said, Steph, yeah, Steph said it felt like a playoff game the other day. That game against San Antonio. <laughs> yeah, that's right. He did say that. I, I heard him say that again. Yeah. So this is this is gonna be fun. I'm excited about it. But all right, sweet man. Been awesome. It's been yeah, been great. Agreed. Yeah, we got it. We got to do it again. We'll yeah. check back in. Keep an eye on your Lakers. See what they're doing. But yeah, otherwise, yeah, man. I yeah, we'll, we'll bring you back on for sure. Like this has been awesome. Nice. Yeah, agreed. Thanks right. for having me on. Yeah. All right. That wraps up this episode. Uh, be sure like, subscribe, all the good things. All right. Tell a friend. Let them know. That you know, podcast is out and and we're doing things, man. So excited about it! Shout out to Raymond for coming on. We'll have him back for sure, and we'll see y'all next time. Peace. All right. Peace.